0: the Alpha. Skipping the hows and the whys of the American Revolution, our founding fathers were scholars mindful of English history, the common law, ancient and recent scholarship, and the Bible. Those men knew the tyranny of a monarchy experimentally. Thirteen formerly British colonies became thirteen independent states. Before proceeding to the idea of a republic, a definition of a state is in order. A state is a unique political entity with well-defined borders, populated with people of generally common interests governed under a legal structure. Before the present-day United States of America existed, the 13 former British colonies with individual systems of government, a unique monetary system, definite borders, and a people with generally common interests. The 13 states had much in common, chiefly a common defense against invasions. The Second Continental Congress adopted the Articles of Confederation on November 15, 1777, transcript via this link. The foremost objective of the Confederacy was to preclude the tyranny of a strong central government. But, a Confederacy proved itself problematic. To resolve the problems evident in the Confederacy of the Thirteen Colonies, in 1787, the Congress debated several weeks on how to improve the Confederate Constitution. Elderly Benjamin Franklin reminded the delegates of God's power and authority that led them supernaturally to a successful conclusion to the Revolutionary War against Great Britain. The delegates immediately began seeking wisdom from God. Our present U.S. Constitution was the product of seeking wisdom from our Creator. At the conclusion of that historical constitutional convention, a Mrs. Powell of Philadelphia asked Benjamin Franklin, Well, Doctor, what have we got, a republic or a monarchy? With no hesitation whatsoever, Franklin responded, A republic, if you can keep it. The OM. Leaders of the Democratic Party seek to change our form of government from a representative republic, as required by our Constitution, to a democracy. Leading Democrats now actively call for elimination of the electoral college. Alexander Hamilton noted in Federalist paper number sixty eight and as the electors chosen in each state are to assemble and vote in the state in which they are chosen, this detached and divided situation will expose them much less to heats and ferments which might be communicated from them to the people than if they were all to be convened at one time in one place. The states elect our presidents, not the popular vote. Why speak the name of our country slowly. The United States of America. Article 2, Section 1, of the U.S. Constitution describes precisely how electors are enumerated and chosen in each state. Democrat lawmakers ignore the enumerated powers of the Congress listed in Article I, Section 8 of the U.S. Constitution and they tend to ignore the definition of the supreme law of the land in Article VI, Clause 2. The spirit and the letter of the U.S. Constitution limit the powers of the federal government. The sovereignty of the states remains secured in the Bill of Rights, specifically, The Tenth Amendment which states, The powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively, or to the people. Only by several constitutional amendments can our limited federal government be transformed into an all-powerful central government. How likely will our Republican form of government be fundamentally transformed? On October 30, 2008, just before the presidential election, he told a crowd in Columbia, Missouri, we are five days away from fundamentally transforming the United States of America. Learn from the 2017 Pew Research Center how Obama fundamentally changed our nation. President Donald John Trump reversed our march toward the destruction of our republic. The Democrat-dominated deep state, funded by George Soros and Mark Zuckerberg, sought unsuccessfully to oust President Trump. But, the communist Chinese virus, COVID-19, aided the Democrats in retaking the White House with a president arguably more sinister than Barack Hussein Obama, Joe Biden. Joe Biden has been a dishonest, meaning he is a chronic liar, since his college years. His political career is marked by corruption and anti-American actions. How bad is it? The Democrat-dominated deep state is now attacking him with the obvious objective of removing him from office in time to appoint another Democrat candidate and you can bet your sweet Bippy Kamala Harris will not be their candidate. Joe Biden has us on the threshold nuclear World War III. The bad news about a nuclear World War III is there will be global mass starvation, a massive die-off of our population, and Barack Obama's fundamental transformation of America will be a total reality. Conclusion. No, it's not your imagination. Communism is a sinister threat to our freedoms. Learn from the website Understanding the Threat How Communists and Radical Islamists Strive to Destroy Our Constitutional Republic. John White Rockwall, Texas.